Welcome to Branding You Real Estate. This is your host, Corinne King, and thank you for tuning in, joining this podcast, and being a part of the Branding You Real Estate community. So Branding You Real Estate was created by a real estate agent for real estate agents to give you inspiration, motivation, and ideas to help you improve your business, your brand, and most importantly, you as a real estate professional. So here we focus on the whole human approach to building your business and building the best life possible. Today, we are focusing on doing a quarterly audit. I've done a similar podcast about doing a life audit. It's like the same thing, but more on a micro scale. And I'm a little late to the game, so I am so sorry um, if anyone is just getting this, but you can use this at any point. And you can use this again at the next quarter or build this into your business and marketing plan. So keep on listening and I will be walking you through what exactly a quarterly, um, what are we talking about here? Quarterly audit looks like. All right, keep on listening and happy branding. So we're going to start with the what and the why you need to do this quarterly audit on your business and on your life. So what is it? It's pretty much just giving yourself an entire review. Just like in any corporation, they'll sit you down and they'll give you a review and usually they go over your performance and then they pull things that they can quantify as well. So if it's in sales, they're going to talk about your sales numbers. So that is what it is. But here at Branding Your Real Estate, we don't just look at numbers. We look at everything. We look at the things that we can quantify because that gives us something to measure and just something to aim for and to see where you are. And then also look at the whole picture. Like, are you happy? What is your stress level? What do you regret from the past three months? So if we really look at the whole human. It's so important. And remember, this is your business. You're not working for anyone else. So build it how you want. Build this business so to support a life that you love. And that is the goal here. Not just to make a ton of money. To give yourself the time and take away the stress and give you that money so you can live the life that you love. All right. So then the why. Oh my goodness. We have so many whys. I got to go to my Instagram because I, I wrote up a why because I want you to know why it's so important. Because you should take a, you, a couple hours to do this. And you can quickly just sit down, meditate it on it, and just think about the past three months. And that's fine too. That's better than nothing. But really, if you want to make a big difference in your business, and if you want to pivot and evolve and work more efficiently and make more money and not waste your time and live a better life, then take the time now to reflect. So here goes my wise. I'm just going to read it straight from here since I already wrote it up. All right, so I just wrote down a couple things, but I'm sure there's many, many more. So why it is worth your time. So realizing bad habits now so you can change them or get rid of them. Like for me, like getting up and scrolling Instagram rather than working on some good post or engaging, I'm just mindlessly scrolling or scrolling through Facebook. That is doing nothing for me. That is not serving me. So I'm breaking that habit. It made me think about it and reflect and go, okay, I need to take this out of my life. All right, save you time overall. So I know right now you're spending some time listening to this. You're going to spend time sitting down doing your audit. But overall, what you're doing, you're reflecting, you're looking at everything. You're looking at your marketing campaigns. You're looking at your processes. You're looking at where you're kind of falling short. And if you look at that now and reflect, so for example, if there's a marketing campaign that you are doing that you measure how much time it takes you. If you're finding out that this campaign that you put together that seemed so wonderful and so fun, but you are not getting any traction on it and you're spending 
X amount of hours a week, maybe you need to either eliminate it or revise the process or shift it just a bit and see if you can get traction that way. So that saves you money and time because you know what, if it's not working, take it out or change it and try something new. But if you find out at the end of the year that it didn't do anything for your business, it didn't drive you any leads, it didn't put money in your bank account and it only stole time and money from you, take the time to reflect now and take it out of your life so you get that money and time back. All right, so like I mentioned before, it saves you time overall, but then pivoting your brand and marketing efforts before you waste any more time or money. So I guess that goes along with that. So yeah, it gives you the chance to pivot your marketing campaign. So maybe you did, um, when you originally wrote up your whole year plan, you included a marketing campaign that goes all year, but you're looking at it, it's not getting any traction, it's not helping your social media media followings grow. So evaluate it, pivot. All right, it's going to help you stay on track to achieve your goals and get you back on track. So I swear we all get gung-ho. January 1st, we look at our goals, we're like ready to go. And then we get busy, which is good, right? But are you being productive? Are you following through on needle-moving campaigns and strategies that are actually growing your brand, growing your name, growing your bank account? If not, get back on track. Look back at your goals. Yeah, so that, that's one of the whys. I had nothing else after that. All right, we'll keep on going. Um I guess like I just said things in multiple different ways, but implement or tweak processes and procedures to scale your business and make it more efficient. So this is different than what I said earlier, which was pivoting your branding and marketing efforts. So here we have implement or tweak processes and procedures to scale your business and make it more efficient. So if you're seeing either you're dropping the ball in some places or you're you're scattered and you never have an organized schedule um, or you fly by the seat of your pants on closings and just write up the offer, but you kind of keep your files everywhere. You have some paper files, you have some electronic files, you write some of your deadlines in a notebook, and then you put some in your calendar, but not all, some on your phone. Get processes and put in procedures that are going to help you work more efficiently. I promise you, once you put those in, you will save time. And I'll tell you, the stress goes away. So I started implementing every Monday. I follow through on all of my transactions. I'm currently managing over 15. Our team completely is, um, which is just two of us managing almost 30. So on top of everything else, we don't just handle transactions. And so that was really getting overwhelming. And I realized my stress was coming from me going, did I uh, remember when the inspection date was? Is it going to um, expire soon? But if I check in every Monday, if I have all my deadlines in one place, if I have a good process in place, then I know. Then I can fall asleep at night and not wake up in the middle of the night wondering if I miss that deadline. So on to the next one. Oh, stop trading time for money. Yes, that goes back into implementing and tweaking processes. That goes back to pivoting your branding and marketing efforts. That goes back to um, the saving time overall. And like I mentioned before, and we're going to go into this, but um, if you're if you're running a marketing campaign that is just it's not showing you any return whatsoever, get rid of it. And if that takes you three hours a week, you get three hours back. If that 
costs you $600 a month. So that's our Zillow um, fee. I think somewhere around there. $600 a month and you're not actually closing on any Zillow leads. That saves you $600 a month, which also saves you time. So just think about the whole picture there. And then here's another good one. Here's actually my favorite one. I threw this in there last minute. It will realign with your core values and make sure your actions in business reflect those core values. I lose sight of my roots. I lose sight of my core values all the time because I see dollar signs all the time. And I sacrifice my personal time I be, and not put up the boundaries that I promised I would when people start overstepping them. And I work with people who are against what my core values are, who disrespect me and I let them do it. No, that's stopping here. But Sometimes those dollar signs when you're selling your soul to the devil get in the way and make you stray away from your core values. But if you stick to your core values, you will attract people with similar values. So keep that in mind as well. All right, so now you know why it is so important that you take the time to pause, to reflect, to audit and review your past quarter. And then, so next we're gonna talk about what you need to do to audit. So we talked about the why, the what, like the steps to it. And then what happens after that? So after you've done this audit and this review and you learn all the stuff about how you're running your business and you realize that uh, you haven't made any time to actually have fun, after you do all that, then we're actually going to create an action plan. We are going to um, edit and amend our business and marketing plan for the coming quarter. So I know we're late on this quarter. It is the end of March 2021, but you can come back to this anytime or listen to it now and plan for it at least next time. And even if you're a little late, that's all right. Better late than never, right? All right, we are going to keep on going to the next section of here so you can start putting this into action. All right, so now we are moving on. We're actually getting to work. If you're driving, Um, You probably can't do the work right now, but keep on listening and then come back to this later when you have some time to audit your business um, and give yourself that full review. So we are going to start with things that you can track. So this is, these are things in your business and we're just talking about your real estate business right now. These are things that you can measure and these are known as KPI. So key performance indicators. These are actual, like I said, items that can be quantified and measured. So I want you to create three columns for right now and the column all the way to your left, put key performance. And then the middle column put indicator, and this is in parentheses, we'll say Q1. The beginning of Q1. Sorry, the beginning of Q1. So this is January. Like, where did you start in January? This is where you started. Sorry, I hope all this is making sense. Now in that third column, um, column, put indicator again, and put like end of Q1, whatever you want to call it. So let's go back to key performance after you create all of these columns. Key performance looks something like this. Social media, and make sure you break that out, not just social media, get specific. So LinkedIn, Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, whatever, TikTok, break it all down. Other things that you can measure. So let's just first talk about key performances. These are the things that you can measure, and this is what I have, but add whatever you find necessary. If you have anything that you can quantify in your business, add that here. Database. Closings. So you can even break down closings into more details if you want. So how many units sold? 
And what were your volume and sales? You can start there. You can break down those units into like how much land was sold, how many condos, how many homes. You could break it down in price points, whatever you want. But just to keep it simple, closings. So how many units sold, volume and sales. And then here's another one that I think is good to quantify and measure. What do you have in your pipeline right now? Like how many leads do you have in your pipeline? And you can break that down even more. Hot leads, warm leads, and cold leads. So those are your key performances. So that first column indicator right next to key performance, I want you to put where you started. January 1st, where did you start? So for example, we'll just go to Facebook. You had 1,000 followings. Now put where are you at now? So say you're at 2,000 followings. That is a huge jump. You should be really, really proud of yourself. Be proud of yourself no matter what, but look at it and realize, you know, maybe you only went up um, 100 uh, followers on Facebook. Um, so write that down and then keep going down the list. And I know it might be kind of hard to figure out how much you've grown, but really do the research and try and figure that out because this is what you can quantify. This is where you can measure your results that what you're doing is working or not working. And then, oh, okay, then to go along with that, marketing. I want you to write out all of those big campaigns that you've ran or marketing initiatives um, that you did this past quarter. And this can be anything from running a social media ad to attending a charity event. Then see if you can quantify the results. So is there a direct line from that marketing effort to receiving results? And then look back up at those KPIs and see how you can just correlate the two. And this one's really, really important because if you look at some of those marketing campaigns and realize, man, I do this every month and my return is so minimal to zero. If you listen to my podcast before this one, I talk about a houses magazine that we write in every single month. So we spend time, then we spend money paying for that ad and we get zero leads. So we have to pivot how we're doing it or eliminate it completely or we're wasting time and money. So again, look at everything. Were you running Facebook ads? What was your return on that? Did you get any leads off of that? So see if you can figure out the return on all of those efforts that you put in. So the charity event, did you just attend a charity event or did you strategically go about it to where you could collect emails? Did that help you grow your database? And maybe some of these you can easily quantify, some you might just round out, but really try and get clear on these strategies, on these campaigns and figure out what works and what doesn't work. And if one didn't work, don't include it in this month's um, or the next quarter. And if it did work, if something works really, really well, why don't you multiply those efforts? So say you did a social media ad with a landing page and you got 200 emails from that and then you emailed everyone and you got 10 responses. Now, of those 10 responses, you closed on three properties. That's a win. See how the whole trickle down happens? So get clear on that. So if that worked really well, why don't you spend more time and money on that because that worked rather than like me working on those houses magazines, I could have put my effort towards um, an initiative or campaign that actually gives me results. All right, down the list we go. Oh, habits. All right, what do you do every day? Like take note of that. Look at your habits 
and really get real with yourself. Like, what are your bad habits? And how is that impacting you? And how is that impacting your time? And then what are your good habits? Are you getting up and working out every day? Do you have more energy because of that? Are you taking the time to meditate and get your mind right and do some mindset work? Are you, let's talk about business now. Are you following up on five leads a day? Are you making five cold calls a day? And listen, I'm not, I don't know if I'm a huge cold call person. Don't feel like you have to be. I want to be clear about that. You do not have to do things that you aren't comfortable with. I mean, I do always encourage you getting out of your comfort zone, but you know what works for you and you know what doesn't. So look to you for your good habits. That's why it's called branding you real estate. It's about building your business and your brand and doing it your way. So really get clear on that and break those bad habits now. So if you have those bad habits, make yourself a promise. Give yourself a goal or a resolution that you will stop doing X, whatever it is, and replace it with Y, whatever that is, that's just going to help you move the needle in your business. These are the little actions that you do every day. These are the ones that are really going to change your business. It's not those big moments. It's all the small little ones added together. All right, so now look at your feelings. I know this sounds silly because we're talking about business and we have to only talk about numbers, but no, I know I'm going to keep pushing this. We focus on the whole human here at Branding You Real Estate. So I want you to make sure that all of you is being taken care of. So yes, reflect on your feelings. And here are some questions that will help you do that. Ask yourself, am I energized or exhausted? So like, are you excited about this business? What is your stress level? One through 10. I get it. No matter what, we're going to be stressed out. But say you're super stressed. Remember how I was mentioning earlier how I added in a process where every Monday I go through my transactions? That has lowered my stress level. You have no idea how much. So if you are super stressed or if you're too busy or you have too many transactions going on, maybe it is time to bring someone in. Maybe it's time to outsource things, whether in business or at home. Like I hired a cleaning lady. Um, and that's where I outsource. So now I can come home and enjoy this home that I put so much money into, that I purchase. I want to enjoy this home and I just don't have the time or energy to clean. So I hired someone, I outsourced it. All right. So do you have a scarcity mindset or an abundant mindset? Like, are you freaked out? Are you thinking that, I mean, in real estate, I feel like A lot of people have a scarcity mindset. And the reason is because it's not consistent flow of income. We're not hourly. It's literally if we close, we make money. If we don't, we could go months without making money. So that is that scares the crap out of us. And when we have a scarcity mindset, we tend to take every little crappy lead. Yeah, I'm going to say it. Crappy lead and work with people who suck our energy, work with people who are not worth the time. So, do you have a scarcity mindset or an abundant mindset? And here is a really, really big one. Look back at the past quarter. What are your regrets? If you don't have any, congratulations. You have figured out life. (laughs) But what are your regrets? And I bet you, you aren't saying, darn it, I wish I worked more hours. Um, 
I bet you it has something with, I wish I went on that trip. I wish I spent more time with family. I wish I put my phone down and actually spent a couple hours with my daughter each evening. So what did you regret? And that'll play into your next quarter. All right. So after taking, oh, here's one more. And I know I keep pushing this. We're taking the 360 approach to auditing your life and business. So I do want you to now, you've gone through your business, you realize your numbers and your marketing campaigns and all of your efforts and time that you put into there. Um, we looked at our feelings and now the 360 approach is looking at your life as well. So I want you to look at your calendar. Did you calendar any fun last quarter? I want you to go through your camera roll and go back through all those memories did you have any time to go have fun or no? Did you just work all the time and then you were too exhausted to have fun so you just sat at home and drank wine? I'm talking to myself, by the way. Um, so go through your Facebook memories and your Instagram memories and remind yourself if you had fun and remind yourself if you didn't. The point here is not to work ourselves to death. The point here is to work to support a life that we love. So you just put a lot of time, a lot of energy into reviewing yourself and your business and your life and doing the first quarter audit. And we're doing this so you can actually pivot your business, so you can change your life, so you can maximize your dollars and maximize your time and get the best return in business. That is why we're doing this. You didn't do all of that work just to close up the notebook and put it in a drawer. So bust out those notes. Some other things I want you to pull out. Um, a calendar and go to the dates of the next quarter. So April, May, June. Um, some blank pages that you can scribble on as well. And also, if you set your goals for this year, so January 1st, you had your goals. And if you designed and built a marketing plan, a marketing and business plan, pull that out as well. So in my designing your 2021 workshop, what we did, we broke it down into quarters. We broke it down into months. We broke it down into um, weekly habits, daily habits, ongoing marketing and things like that. So that's important for you to have out, to have out but also to understand that you can pivot and tweak this as you go along. Remember, this is your business. This is your life. You are the CEO. Do what you want. Um, if something's not working, change it. Change it before it's too late. Change it before you spend a hundred more hours on something that isn't working or thousands of dollars on something that doesn't work. This is what the quarterly audit is for, is for you to actually take the time to change the direction your business is going. And so you can maximize it and work more efficiently. All right, so you have all of that out. Also, pull up that list, the KPI list. I told you to make three columns. And one was the key performance. The second one was where you started in January. The third one was where you are right now um, at the end of the first quarter. And I should have told you to add this. You can flip on over to a new piece of paper or start over. Um, a fourth column. Your goals for the end of quarter two. Your goals for the end of quarter two. So where do you want to be at the end of the second quarter? Go ahead and fill that in and get realistic. So when you fill in your goals here, what you're going to measure here, be realistic and look at everything. So when I say that, when I look at stuff like this, I know that... We close, a lot of our properties actually 
close in the second quarter. So I might increase that number. I know that people are extremely um, active on social media. So I will maybe double that number. What else? What else do we have on the key performance list? Our database, I'll probably increase it because it's a high season for us for everything. On a low season, if you have a low season and you know that you're not going to have many closings or you're not going to have many leads. So during this time, let me go back really quick. So all of that's going up, my closings, all this and that. Um, But then we might not have as many travelers coming to my location. It's a shoulder season. So we might see a dip in hot leads, warm leads, and um, putting properties under contract. So we might see a, see a drop in that. So I'll account for that. So make sure to look at the whole picture, understand your busy season and your slow season and play off of that. All right. So now your marketing campaign, I want you to break out each month and you're going to design a plan per month using what worked from the previous quarter and eliminate, like I said, or amend the process of campaigns or efforts that you did before that weren't having a really big return on investment or return on time. So if you already have the marketing plan and your business plan, like I said, you're pretty much done there, but now tweak it if you need to. If things are in your plan that were working really, really well, just stick to it. Maybe double it now since you have the process down. Maybe double your efforts is what I'm saying. So I'm just going to give you an example because I love examples. I'm an example girl. Um, So say you saw that you were seeing a huge success on your Instagram and you were getting a lot of um, feedback and leads from that. And so maybe why don't you take away from some campaign that's not working that well and put more time and energy into your Instagram Maybe spend a little bit of money on an ad on Instagram or engaging for 20 minutes rather than 10 minutes a day on Instagram. So you see how you can double your efforts in somewhere that's working? So just evaluate your entire plan. And if you already have one written out, hey, you're halfway there. Just improve it, tweak it, pivot. All right, so I know we looked at habits before and I did tell you to write them out. So what are you going to stop doing in this quarter? What life-changing habits are you going to start doing? So what are you going to stop doing? And what are you going to start doing? And why don't you right now give yourself, for example, see, there I am with all of my examples. I have not worked out in like what? Like a while since I had the baby and I'm I'm feeling it. Um, So I was like, you know what? For 30 days, I'm going to get on my little bike and I'm just going to pedal away and I'm just going to start small. But I'm going to get on that bike for 30 days. So what can you do for 30 days? And it'll probably be easier. Once you get past those 30 days, that habit will now be ingrained in you. So now let's look. We're going to go to the 360 approach. We're going to look at the whole human, your family, your life, your personal time, your friends, things that bring you joy and happiness. Let's plan for them. I'm a fly by the seat of my pants kind of girl, it hasn't really worked out for me. My life is chaotic. I never find time to do fun things because I don't plan for them. I just think they're going to happen, but they don't. So then work takes over my life because I don't have anything planned. So what I want you to do is schedule, write it on that calendar that I had you pull out earlier. Schedule fun things, things that make you happy, whether it's dinner with your girlfriends, going on a trip, um, going for... A walk. What else do we have here? Oh, a massage once a month. I, I say I'm going to do that like all the time, then I never do it. Schedule it. Call them right now. Text them. Say, hey, 
can I get you to come this date, this date, and this date? If you just want to do it once a month, schedule it now. Put it on the books. Mark your calendar. Put it in red. This is an appointment. And do not let someone step over that boundary. Go into your personal time. This is an appointment. And it's important to take care of you. So schedule it. Schedule the fun. Schedule the joy. Make it a part of your life. And any other joy that pops up to fly by the seat of your pants, grab it. Go for it. But also take time to schedule it to make sure that you don't skip out on life. Well, that is it. That is your quarterly review, your quarterly audit. I really hope that you do it um, and that your business grows and that your life improves and that your stress levels go down. That is the point. Get organized. Get a plan and you will be successful. I promise. Thank you so much for tuning in to today's podcast. I really appreciate you trusting me with your time. That's one of the things that I press here is that your time is valuable. So make sure that you are running an efficient business so you can enjoy life. That you're using real estate as a wonderful, amazing profession so you can live the life that you want and the life that you love. So I really hope to hear from you if you ever have ideas or if you just want to brainstorm or if you want to chat about this podcast, you can find me on Instagram at branding you underscore real estate. Just shoot me a message. I really hope to hear from you then and happy branding.